Hear ye, hear ye! Let it be known that on this day the Queen will provide counsel to her loyal subjects. You're invited to tea with the Queen. Please make haste. Hello, welcome to Queen's Council. I'm Chris Ashmore, producer of Tea with the Queen. It's that time of year. We're near the end, but we're not at the end. And now could be the ideal time to prepare yourself for next year. And also not to get caught up in the mad rush before Christmas. Lawyer Tracy Miley Crane joins Emma McQueen on gliding your way to the finish line. Hi, Em. I love these conversations so much. This topic is so good and so important. It's really near and dear to my heart. A few years ago, I had an epiphany and that was, now that I'm running my own business, I don't actually have to fall in a heap over the finish line at the end of the year anymore. Congratulations. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. It was a very pivotal moment, but it came from a number of years, lesson needed to be learnt, traditional legal practice, everything becomes urgent for everybody else right up until the last second. You fall in a heap, you don't enjoy any of the festive season, you need to rest the entire time and then just when you start to feel good, you've got to get back into it and do it all over again. This is no way to live. No, we agree on this. We do. I decided a few years ago that wasn't going to be me anymore and you know me, once I decide, that's it. Yes. And I haven't done it since, but so many women still do. Yes. So I've now, I've phrased this when I talk to you and when I talk to my clients, when I talk to other women, it's either a glide or a grind in the lead up to the end of the year. And it so is. Let's talk about your glide. Yeah. I like to glide too, but sometimes I need a kick up the butt to remember that I need to glide yeah. rather than grind. I think there's also this trap that we can get everything done in a day. When you own a business, you cannot get everything done in a day. I mean, the to-do list is never ending, right? And I think there's this, I suppose it's a narrative that if you can get your to-do list done, then it's all well and good and you can have a little holiday. And I'm just not sure that's true. I also see I work with some corporate organisations and I literally see their people turn feral about November. And so in corporate world, so from a legal perspective, you may have seen it as well, but in a corporate world, absolutely. They don't give themselves a break. They try and fit as much in as entirely possible and then they give themselves two weeks off over Christmas and they think, oh, I'm going to be back and fresh. And then they drag themselves back in January and that does not happen and they repeat, repeat, repeat. And I'm like, hmm, this is not good. I think in small businesses we do the same thing. Every January I sit down and I pull out one of those big planners. I don't know what size they are, but they're massive planners. And the first thing I do is go, okay, what holidays am I having this year? Because I'm a busy mum and my husband is a school teacher, so he has school holidays off. And I know if I don't put in those school holidays or a little bit of those school holidays, that I'm going to feel a sense of missing out from not hanging out with him and not hanging out with our daughters. And so I take off at least a week in each school holidays to rest And I also take off three days a quarter to work on my business, on myself or with a group of business buddies. And I get those things in the diary first. And I also have six weeks off at the end of the year to make sure that I'm really rested and have a good reset and don't pick up that laptop in that time. 
And knowing I've got those holidays in place throughout the year means I can have a break more regularly than just waiting till the end of the year. So you're saying that helps you glide to the end of the year, knowing that you've got those breaks peppered through the year? Definitely, definitely. I love that. Something that I I do and I want to share here, I now do the Emma McQueen sit down in January and block out the holidays. I've got to admit though I've already done it for next year. Of course you have. (laughs) Well, overachiever. I've done that and I now too block out a holiday for myself one week at least in each of the school holidays. And so next year will be the first time that I actually am going to dutifully take that full week and I'm really excited. But I got that off you. I copied. You inspired me. I can't wait to hear how it goes. So it's going to be great. The other thing that I my hack for gliding now and not grinding up until the end of that year, it's boundaries but for myself. So I use monday.com as my workflow planner in my business. And I have quarterly boards. We've got a board set up for Tracy's quarterly planning and in there is a quarterly board. And so I go and dump all of the things that I'm going to do or think about later in their respective quarter. And that stops my obsession with my to-do list, having to clear my to-do list before we hit that end of year break period so that I'm not grinding until the end. As you said earlier, as business owners, we get the to-do list and, oh my gosh, there's so much to do on the to-do list and I have to get it all cleared before I can go into the Christmas break. And then I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to crawl over the finish line. We don't want that. So what I do now, it's boundaries for myself and I've become really good at it. I'm proud to say, does this need to be done before the end of the year? No. Does it need to be done in quarter one next year or quarter two? I'll think about it then. And I pop it in there and then I know it's not going to be forgotten. So it's not taking up space in my mind. And I'm very comfortable that I've popped it somewhere and I will get to it. I don't need to worry about it. It frees up my mental load and it gives me the capacity to then focus on the things that I actually have decided do need to be done by the end of the year. Yeah. And I also think Sometimes it just catches us out and we just use, I remember us having a conversation and I'm like, I'm so exhausted. Why am I so exhausted? Because nothing's happening. You're like, you're doing a lot of thinking. It's the cognitive stuff that's happening, right? And I'm like, oh, that is actually true. I need to somehow give my brain a breast. And I also think to not grind to the end of the year, it's using your energy before the end of the year. So for me, September is a big month for us. We batch our content. We look at programming for the next year. We do a lot of things in September, knowing I have the energy in September, but I won't have that same energy in November. And so it's how you kind of hack yourself and work out where's my energy going to be at and how am I going to pull these things off? And so for us, October through to December is actually really quiet in terms of content development, in terms of podcast producing, in terms of all the other things, because we're gliding into the year. If you can set yourself up well in September or even October, then you can glide into the the back end of the year. I love what you've said here and you've really reframed it, Em, rather than managing your time, you're managing your energy. I've heard that phrase a lot, especially lately since I've been focusing on ways to share this information with other women and ways to empower other women to do the same because it's been so beneficial for me. But the concept of flipping it and managing your energy and not managing your time can be a real game changer I'm hearing from women. Certainly it works for me. As I've said before on the podcast, I'm obsessed with human design. 
It's like a beautiful rabbit hole I've gone down that I hope I never come out of. I know you love it so much. I do. <laughs> I really do. It has been an absolute game changer for me in business and in personal life. But I'm a splenic projector, which means I don't have as much energy as some of the other designs. Ah, okay. So I need to manage my energy better to optimize my time and it works. So I plan in quarters. And so as it is no surprise to you, I'm well into planning for quarter one next year. Quarter four has been planned for a while. And I love what you've said around September and harnessing that energy in September to set yourself up for the glide. I think that's amazing. I know October and November, I'll start thinking about all the things that need to happen from school activities to Christmas to, you know, you name it. It's all happening. And also summer's coming. I don't want to be chained to my desk in summer. Summer makes me feel happy and delightful and, you know, like full of joy. Whereas September, we're coming into some really nice weather. It lifts our spirits. And I think if you can get stuff done, but I think energy management is the key rather than time management, because if you manage the minutes, almost so what? But if you manage your energy and you feel good, then that's a game changer, I think, for women in business. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think allowing ourselves the flexibility to be fluid in our calendars. And so I treat my calendar very much like a, a Lego or a Tetris style. And there's blocks of things that I've got in there that I can move if I need to, depending on what my energy's like. And I feel that that sets me up for success. And I love this concept of glide because to me, that implies a smooth, effortless motion. Yes. It's easeful. It has flow. And that's what I think we aspire to consciously or subconsciously. But when we talk about the grind, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like there's nothing easeful. It's hard work. It's a slog. It's relentless. It's tiring. We don't want to be in the grind well ever, although we have to admit sometimes a season of business calls for it and so be it. But heading into the last quarter of the year, heading into the festive season, into the beautiful weather, into the time that we get to spend out of the business, I thought it was a really fabulous opportunity for us to have this conversation now so that people can start taking little nuggets of gold, take what resonates with you from this chat and implement just some little things that can help set you up for success and, and ideally set you up to glide to the end of the year as well. I know I would love to hear from people about what they're doing to set themselves up to glide versus grind. Like even if you just do one thing that you know is going to be a game changer for you, it might be that you get up and you take your dog for a walk around the block a couple of times a day just to give you that burst of energy. You know, it might be that you stop and do journaling for 10 minutes. It might be that you just sit on the couch and do nothing or you sit in the sun for 10 minutes. You know, like it just could be one thing that helps you glide into the end of the year rather than feeling like, oh, this is hard work. Do we need a new hashtag? Do we need like hashtag glide or grind? Or do we just need a hashtag that says hashtag glide, tell us what you're doing? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, great chat, Em, as always. Thank you. I love the feedback that we both get from these episodes and I would love to know from listeners, what is it that's resonated with you from this episode? What is it that you're going to try or have you tried to set you up for a glide towards the end of the year? Oh, we would love to know. Awesome. Thanks, Tracy. 
Thanks for listening to Tea with the Queen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to get the word out. For more about me, please visit emmamcqueen.com.au and I look forward to your company next episode. Thank you for coming. 